Hi, and welcome back to Ask a Monk. Today I'd like to address several questions that have come in in regards to uh, the issue specifically of celibacy and of sensuality in general. Um, because it seems like a lot of people have a hard time accepting or, or understanding the reason for um, monks in, in particular or Buddhists in general for giving up things like beauty or um, sensuality or, or, or even sexuality. And I think the, uh, the reason for this comes from people's understanding that um, what is natural uh, and, and our understanding that the human state is natural is uh, equal to what is right. Um, something is natural, therefore it is right. And so we look at the human state and we see all of these uh, emotions like lust and uh, attraction and appreciation and so on. And we say that, well, these are, these are natural and this is, um, this is a part of nature and therefore it is right. And um, I think right away if we look at this uh, idea of na nature equals right, um, we can see that it's not really um, valid considering that much of what occurs in nature is, would be, is considered by human standards to be immoral and uh, improper, incorrect, wrong. Um, if we look in the natural world, we see things like rape, murder, theft, and uh, we see that the natural world has no problem with these things uh, to a certain extent. Um, and and I would I would further say that there's no reason to to believe this that what is natural is what is right. In fact, according to Buddhism, um, our natural state is one that that arises from delusion. And the difference in understanding here is is that for most people we're like a fish in water. All we know is the environment that we've grown up with, and all this is how we look at the world. How we see the world is like the eyes of through the eyes of a fish when it looks in the water. And if you try to talk to a fish, or, or, or if a fish were to try to understand um, something like dry land, um, you can imagine that it would be totally, uh, totally foreign to the to this sort of uh, a, a life form. And human beings are in general the same. We have this set way of being, and we think, well, this is a natural way, and this is why, for instance, many people have a hard time believing in things like angels or gods or, or ghosts or, or beings which are considered to be unnatural or supernatural. And the only thing that's unnatural or supernatural about them is that they're not human. And for some reason we seem to, we seem to believe that this uh, experience is somehow more natural. Uh, it's reasonable because that's, it's clearly observable, whereas these other things are not observable to us. The, what Buddhism does, or what the Buddha did, was, was go beyond this. And the Buddha was able to see things that most people aren't able to see, just as a physicist is, often general to, is in general often able to understand things uh, that ordinary people are unable to understand, and to, to therefore uh, see things that ordinary people are not able to see. And in, in Buddhism, so we go beyond the human experience and we, we go beyond this idea of what is natural 
to understand that uh, th th there's a lot more to existence and to reality than this limited uh, experience. And what we come to see about this experience, when we look at it objectively and we stop saying, well, this is natural, this is therefore this is the right way of being, what we see is that, uh, in fact, the human state of, of being, of, of existence, is one of uh, attraction, addiction, um, uh, gratification, and future uh, and further addiction, or greater addiction. If we look at the chemistry in the mind, if we look at how addiction works, we can see that uh, in everything we do, the whole of our existence and our gratification and, and the human uh, happiness is uh, one of addiction, is one of, um, of continued increased um, attachment. If we look at how the, 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 the receptors in the brain work, they, they, these chemicals arise and they're received by the receptors when we have a pleasant feeling. And so that gives us this sense of, of calm, of peace, of, of contentment. But what happens is that that reaction or that, that coupling of the chemical and the receptor uh, weakens the receptor. So next time, it takes more of the chemical and, and hence more of the um, phenomena, more of the experience the, the, to make us happy. This is why for many people um, marriage is often not um, satisfying and people will engage in extramarital affairs. Uh, it's why um, we, we find ourselves having to seek out new pleasures all the time, greater and greater and more um, exotic pleasures why we can't be content with the same stimulus over and over again. It's a, it's a well-documented fact. In meditation, this becomes even, even more clear and from a more objective point of view that we can actually understand for ourselves. We can see that when we get what we want, we only want it more. If we sit in meditation and we feel some happy feeling, we'll find that next time when we sit, we, we, we are looking for that feeling. Uh, we come to attach to it. Um, and so... Why do monks uh, maintain celibacy? Because a monk is someone who has, um, who has um, vowed or, or um, set themselves on becoming free from all sensuality, from all addiction. Uh, a monk is someone who has decided that what the Buddha taught was correct, that there's nothing in the world worth clinging to, and therefore they're going to give it up. Now, Obviously, someone who's engaging in sexuality or even even most forms of sensuality is going in the opposite direction. They've they've uh, affirmed in themselves that this is a good thing, that that this sort of thing is is beneficial, and therefore it, it's totally inappropriate for someone who's on the path, even for meditators. Uh, on a more uh, practical level, just 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 in brief, you can understand that. Um, it makes it very difficult for you to meditate when you're engaging in sensuality, even listening to music or um, watching movies or so on. These sorts of things you'll find are totally contrary to your meditation practice. And if you engage in both together, you'll find that, that um, you have to choose one or the other, that you won't be able to at the same time meditate and, and enjoy sensuality because sensuality is something that intoxicates the mind. It's something that, that gives rise to this chemical reaction and then makes you very content for a short time. And so you don't have any thought that, oh boy, I have to 
do something to get rid of this um, this desire or this addiction or so on, you feel gratified. You feel like the addiction is a good thing. And then, of course, it creates more addiction and makes it harder for you to attain the, the gratification in the future. And it's a cycle. Um, it also becomes, tend becomes a habit for me, so that we find ourselves more and more um, requiring these things. Um, so for a monk, it, it, it's... It's antithetical to our practice, and uh, it's considered very bad form. In fact, if a monk uh, commits a sexual act, uh, they're no longer a monk. They have to. They they don't. Dis they can't disrobe because they're no longer a monk. They just take the robes off and go. And if they pretend, to, if they continue to wear the robes, they they consider to be they're considered to be wearing the robes uh, in improperly, and they're no longer a monk. So I hope that um, clarifies it a little bit. Um, I think for many people, um, they, they have no desire when they start to meditate to give up sensuality or, or, or sexuality. And I think that's fine. There's various levels of commitment. I, it's, it should be clear that a monk has committed themselves 100% um, to, to attaining f full freedom from addiction. And therefore that's why there are these rules in place um, to make sure that only people who are really, really working for um, full freedom from suffering should be able to should um, should ordain and should become monks. Um, and for those people who who believe that this is wrong or, or incorrect, then then you're welcome to go and seek another path. If you're just looking to find uh, some state of peace and and comfort or or even states of a basic wisdom and understanding, you're welcome to meditate and you don't have to become a monk and you sure don't have to become celibate. Okay? So I hope that helps to uh, clear things up. Thanks for the questions. Keep them coming.